is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed.
encourage listener. This as devotional is taken from the book Everyday Blessings. God is abundant in love. After I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. John chapter 14 verse 3. Note the promise of Jesus. I will come and take you to be with me. Jesus pledges to take us home. He does not delegate this task. He may send missionaries to teach you, angels to protect you, teachers to guide you, singers to inspire you, and physicians to heal you, but he sends no one to take you. He reserves this job for himself. This devotional was written by Max Lucado and read by Dorcas Efriye Danso. listener, brace yourself as we bring to you a continuation of the discussion, Wealth Creation Principle. Dear listener, we are continuing our discussions on our series on Wealth Creation Principles, the Christian perspective, using an ant as a model. And last time we were able to talk about some biblical fact about poverty and the fact that Bible is not against poverty. And we identify two classes of poverty. The poverty due to negligence and due to inactions and poverty due to disability and incapability. We also move on to talk about the fact, biblical truth about riches. And that riches is not burden either. However, the obsession of it can lead one to hell. A quotation we read from Proverbs chapter 30 verse 8 and 9. We are continuing from facts about riches. The third fact that we need to observe about riches is that riches is considered one of the three success indicators the Bible acknowledges. Riches is one of the three success indicators the Bible acknowledges. We can read that from Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4. And I'm reading... It says, By humility and the fear of Jehovah are riches and honor and life. By humility and the fear of Jehovah are riches and honor and life. Meaning that when you are humble and you fear Jehovah God, then he can give you riches, he can give you honor, and he can give you life. And of course, we know in our world that when somebody has long life, he's 
considered blessed. When somebody has respect, command, honor, he's also considered blessed. And when somebody has riches, he is considered blessed. And the Bible is saying that when you are humble and you fear Jehovah God, he can give you in addition to life and honor, riches. So riches per se is not a case or it's not unbiblical. What I want us at this time to focus on is that of the avoidable poverty, the type B poverty. Poverty due to one's own actions and inactions. And we are going to apply the golden principles of wealth creation using model of an ant as our model. And in fact, we are going to base our discussion or our lesson on Proverb chapter 6, verse 4 to 11. Proverb chapter 6, verse 4 to 11. So let us take ourselves through the golden principles of the ant. And by the time that we go through, we know for sure that we can deliver ourselves from the bondage of poverty. And that Bible acknowledges that. Let us read verse 4 for the start. It reads, Do not give sleep to your eyes or slumber to your eyelids. It is a caution that we are not supposed to oversleep. We're not supposed to give laziness part of our life. Friends, God has given everybody equal time endowment, fixed time endowment, whether you are black or you are white or you are from whatever continent that you come from. You have a fixed time endowment of 24 hours within a day. Given 24 hours fixed time endowment, you have the opportunity to leisure within that time and at the same time work. And indeed, economists say that leisure time and working time do compete for the same 24 hours. The opportunity cost, if I'm to borrow economist's word, of the time used to enjoy sleeping and leisure is the income we would forego or we lose if that same time were being used for work. And so if the Bible cautions us that do not give sleep to your eyelids or slumber to your eyelids, then Bible is saying that don't misuse the 24 hours for leisure and for sleeping and rather use it for productive work. The second verse, that's verse 5 of Proverbs chapter 6, says that deliver yourself as a gazelle from the hunter's hand and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. The Bible using Proverbs chapter 6 verse 5 is advising you, one, to not to oversleep, and two, to deliver yourself, delivering yourself as a gazelle from the ant's hand and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. We know those of us who have had the opportunity to stay in the bush, in the villages, I, I mean, to, to have gone to the bush and to have stayed in the village, know that the fowler set up a trap in order to be able to catch the fowl, I mean the bears. And once the trap indeed traps the animal, the animal has no option than to stay in till the owner of the trap comes to take it to wherever that he wants to take it. In the same vein, hunters 
also set up traps to trap animals. And so the Bible is likening somebody who is in, in a poverty condition to somebody who has been trapped. Somebody who has been in a kind of bondage because if you are in trap, you are in a bondage, you don't have your freedom. I would like us to take our time to really understand what the Bible means by delivering yourself. Delivering yourself from what? And the answer immediately follows. From the bondage of poverty and have your financial liberty or freedom. Does that mean that if you are poor, then you are in some kind of bondage? And the answer is obviously yes. The answer is obviously yes. Because if you are poor, you don't have your freedom and access to so many basic things that you wish to have. We will continue our series from this bondage of poverty in our next section. And I thank you for tuning in to this segment of AWR. Thank you very much. You just listened to a discussion on the topic, World Creation Principle. A continuation will be brought to you later. or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I found it hard to believe someone like you cared for me. You put this love in my heart.
The moment of truth. Watching for you and Hello, my wonderful listener. You are welcome once again to Moment of Truth, the Discover segment. A moment in which we discover very important biblical truths that we apply for our lives. We have been looking at a very important subject. Does my life really matter to God? It is an important question that we need to answer. We started by saying God created a perfect world in six days. He created man in a special way. But then evil came to our world. Our perfect world was mad with sin. The devil deceived our first parents, Adam and Eve, and sin came into our world. We identified who this devil was, who we said was a murderer from the beginning, he is a liar and the father of it. And then we went ahead to ask our question whether God created a devil. And we said no. He created a perfect angel. Lucifer. One of heaven's leading angels. But Lucifer sinned and was expelled from heaven. And from then he became humanity's deadliest enemy. But the question comes again. Why did Lucifer... This perfect angel, sin. The perfection that we read about him in Ezekiel does not indicate that such an angel should even sin because he was blameless in his ways. Why did he sin? Take your Bible and quickly open to the book of Isaiah chapter 14 as we discover this important truth. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. Isaiah is somewhere in the middle of the Bible, amongst the prophetic books in the Old Testament. So, Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. The text begins with a very important question. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn, or son of the salvations will say, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? The word Lucifer means morning star. And that is why this version, the New International Version uses, O morning star, son of the dawn, or son of the morning. It is a great exclamation. And then he continues, You haven't cast down to the earth. And then it continues, You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. 
I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will make myself like the Most High. These are the words of Lucifer. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will make myself like the Most High. I will be like the Most High. So that was how it all started. The person we are talking about, the garden cherub, the blameless person, who was a perfect angel in heaven, standing next to God's throne, started to get proud, started using I, I, I statements. I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will make myself like the Most High. The being who became the devil was originally called Lucifer, meaning the morning star or the day star or the shining one. It all means the same. In this angel's heart, vanity and ambition began to take the place of devotion. He was no longer devoted to God. The seed of pride grew into an obsession to take God's place. Lucifer must have worked hard to persuade other heavenly beings. It is easy to imagine Satan arguing that God was holding something back from them and that the divine law was too restrictive and that God was an uncaring sovereign. He slandered the one whose character defines what love is. That was what he did. He went about telling other angels who were loyal to God, that God is not allowing them to be themselves. God is too restrictive. God is withholding something from them. God is uncaring. God is not loving. He slandered God. God, who is a God of love, as we learned in previous discussions, is being slandered here. Lucifer went about like a politician, telling them that, look, this, our God that we are worshipping, is not like that. He's like this. He's like that. He's like that. And probably a number of them believed him. When we read Ezekiel 28, where he was describing, said that your heart became proud. In fact, Lucifer did these things as a result of pride. So he threw you to the earth. So Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 17 said, your heart became proud. So I threw you to the earth. So it was pride that changed the chief of angels into the devil or Satan. He was the chief of angels, yes, but pride turned him to become Satan. In order to preserve the peace and harmony of heaven, he and one-third of heaven's angels who joined him in rebellion had to be expelled. And that was what we read the other day in Revelation chapter 12. From verse 7 to 9, there was war in heaven as a result of that. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough. He was not stronger than God, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was held down. That Asian serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was held to the earth and his angels with him. And that is why today we have a world of sin. We have a perfect angel who sinned and who is now down on earth with us.
We will continue to answer another very important question that will help us in our lives. But until then, you have been listening to Pastor Josiah Ando, AWR Ghana. God bless you. Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on plus 233-208-704532 or plus 233-030-705-1058 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana We will expect your feedback I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.